the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know. FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego, or Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. Hot Rods and Custom Stuff, 2324 Auto Parkway in lovely Escondido. If you have a hot rod, you want to buy a hot rod, or you need to get one serviced, they do it all. Go to HotRodsCustomStuff.com, 760-745-1170. Well, hey, guess what? Mopar has got some new products for your Jeep. I talked to Jerry uh, Wolford. He's the Mopar Jeep product manager. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, I have got Jerry Wolford. He's my new best friend. He's from Mopar Jeep Performance. He's in the parts product planning, and we were chatting off air a little bit because Jeep has really, you know, they're so in-depth with off-roading They've now has come up with a few parts and pieces for all you Jeep owners out there that you're going to fall in love with. Jerry, welcome to the show. Hey, it's good to be here, Dave. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I was looking at some of the photos that were sent to me, and I guess you've got a new upgraded 2-inch lift kit, but it comes in the coolest box. Does the customer get to keep the box? The customer gets to keep the box, and I'm actually pretty affectionate with that box, and I've used it on other programs as well. Well, I think it is just, I mean, I'm thinking, oh, there's a little coffee table for that Jeep enthusiast that has a man cave, and, you know, and I guess you're working mainly with the JL uh, Wrangler and the JT Gladiator, which is your two number ones. It, we are. Uh, we've got. We just launched eight new kits. But I, I need to step back for a second. It's ironic that you mentioned the this uh, box, the crate, as a coffee table. Uh, literally, in my last house, had a wood burning stove in the basement, and literally, my crate crate for my JK was down there. Uh, and it was. It literally was a coffee table. So, but yeah, no. On the on the new uh, upgraded kits, uh, we're thrilled. Uh, with the kits, yeah, we partnered with Bill Steen. We're growing a relationship there. Um, so, yeah, these these are not just shocks we're throwing in. Uh, they're completely engineered, like anything else that you get from Mopar. Doesn't void the warranty. Right. Um, so there, there's many many standout reasons. Uh, like I said, we're, we've got a partnership with Bill Steen. Uh, we've I've done drag packs with them. We've done you know there's also production programs. So this was kind of exciting for me. Um, and if you uh, if you want, we can we can talk more about the kits. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and talk about because you're dealing with the the leader in shock absorbers, Milstein. They have been around and they have put uh, performance shocks on just about anything and everything. So I was thrilled to see that you partnered with them. So why don't you kind of give us an idea? Because because these kits can be for after, I mean they can be for they don't have to be 2023s. If you have an older Jeep, you can get these kits to fit as well. As long as it's a JL or a JT, yeah, for for JL and JT both. So we, uh, if you go back all the way to 2018 and forward on the JLs, and then from the launch of the JTs. Um, so for the Gladiators, it doesn't matter what trim level you've got; we've got you covered. And then uh, some of your listeners might be familiar with the mid-cycle action we just had on the Wrangler and the Gladiators coming shortly. 
Uh, we've got some extra components in the kit which make it compatible with all. So you, you can buy with comfort that you're 24 if you're just ordering it today or if you've got a, your, your uh, Jeep is in the driveway, we've got you covered. Right. And the beauty of it is you can either do it yourself if you're so inclined or you can take it to the dealer and the dealer's not going to turn their nose up because, you know, if you take them another, you know, product that's not authorized by Stellantis slash Jeep, they're not going to work on it. But with this kit, you can take the, the, the fear and the sweat equity out of it and actually have a warranty that it was installed properly. Absolutely. See, that's, that's the key thing. I tell people all the time, you get your neighbor to work on it, make sure you find out what his warranty is. And they give you that deer. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. We appreciate the support. Well, absolutely. So you're talking, you're not radical. You're not getting carried away. You're talking a two-inch lift, which I'm sure with all of the experimentation and that the general public really doesn't need much more than a two-inch lift. No, I, I don't think so. But keep in mind, our, our customers, um, even if I look at it from the, the accessory side, our customers go everywhere from mall crawling to rock crawling. So, sure. yeah, so But we validated these, these particular lift kits with up to 35-inch wheels and tires. So, um, yeah, we cover a big, big piece of, of the market with these lift kits. So let me ask you this, because there again, the old service manager hat comes on. You know, anytime you change something, one of the areas most people don't think about are the brakes. Do you have any kits that you can upgrade the brakes along with this uh, lift kit? There, There is a performance brake kit that's orderable separately from Mopar. Okay. Um, and then beyond that, I will say... Dave, I really can't comment on future product. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> I'm hanging up. That's it. I'm done. I didn't even know that was going to be. I didn't even know that was going to be future product. I, I didn't say it was. I just said I couldn't comment on it. But I, yeah, I'll, I'll take your suggestion to heart, and uh, okay. maybe we can have a conversation uh, a little later on down the road. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, you know. This just really put a smile on my face when I got this email from Dan and and talking about this because that just goes to show you how you guys truly listen to your enthusiasts because they're talking to you all the time. That's one thing about a Jeep owner; they're not quiet. That's true, and I've and I've I've worked in on the engineering side of life. I've even engineered axles for these vehicles, but uh, and I've uh, big like a decade of my career was in the performance side. And believe me, absolutely everybody you run into has a uh, has an opinion. Um, but however, uh, I have never had so much fun as working in oh. the Wrangler Gladiator uh, arena. Yeah. And what? I, I, I take well. I take all of the the comments that come in, and I'm 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 collecting them all because you know every year I have to sit down and come up with the, the plan for what you know what we're doing moving forward. So the the comments and the uh, are actually appreciated. If you're going to expect a tear from me, it isn't going to happen because <laughs> you probably got one of the best jobs ever. Because one, it's performance, and two, it's performance. I mean. This has got to be the best because you have to go out, you have to test it, you have to make sure it works, you get to go to some of the most beautiful country on the planet to make sure all of these products meet the uh, meet the level of, of of the expectation of a Jeep owner. I do uh, I do an off road uh, radio show called Dirt Radio, and my co host she actually bought bought a uh, uh, she bought a, a JL and entered the um, the, the Rebel Rally, all women. And oh, did my gosh. So I've got some hardcore listeners, which I will air this interview in that show, because I think this is this is what the Jeep owners are looking for. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I think uh, even looking forward, even though I'm not commenting on uh, future product, you can, especially with my DNA, you can expect more and more performance-oriented product. I mean, we love accessories. But we also want to uh, bring more and more performance into the uh, into the Wrangler Gladiator family. 
Well, and you guys have been the leader of the pack for a long, long time. So you've got a couple of manufacturers that are, you know, kind of nipping at your heels a little bit, which is good. Everybody likes competition. So, you know, you guys have to stay on top of this to keep that enthusiasm going. But, you know, you, you talk to a Jeep owner, you know, it's kind of like when I was a kid, maybe you as well, you were, you were either a Ford person, a Chevy person, or a Mopar person, and you couldn't talk any one of the three into the other, any other products. So you've got that going for you as far as Jeep goes. But it's still fun to know now you've got a little bit of competition out there, and it just makes your day even more exciting, wouldn't you say? Uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Competition is actually a great thing. It's a motivator. But I have to say, with, with the, from the performance side, um, you were going to get that from, from our group anyway. So uh, I think maybe it's just forced us to not only up our game, which we would have only had ourselves to beat uh, in some areas, but uh, now we just need to come a little bit stronger. And that, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. So how do people find uh, these new products? Where, where, where can they go? Oh, you can just go to Mopart.com, go to the bottom of the page, and uh, there'll be um, there'll be a an accessories catalog, and you can look in there. You can go to uh, Mopart.store.com and just put select your vehicle and uh, input lift kits, and it'll take you to it. And um, it's a little bit longer URL, but uh, on the press release that just went out, and if you want to rebroadcast that, there's a URL in there that we've got a nice little landing page written. Uh, so if you click on that link, it'll take uh, all of the listeners right to all of the lift kits. Okay, and you're also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and on and on and on and on. I know. True, true. It's a, it's a full-time job, I tell you. Well, but it's an exciting job. You just you, you just validated it a couple minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> well, I tell you, Gary, uh, I'm really, I'm super excited, folks. Uh, not only you get the parts and pieces, but you got the best end table on the planet. And telling a little secret on Jerry, he has one in his man cave because he's got a what do you got a JL or a JK? Uh, that one was from a JK, but I'm driving a, a JL today. Uh, I've got a 4xE that I'm just a little proud of. Isn't that amazing? I I mean, I've been driving electric vehicles since 95 with the GM uh, EV1, but I'm a firm believer on, on, on that uh, Wrangler E because you've got the best of both worlds. You want to turn it into electric and do some serious crawling without – having to worry about, you know, too much acceleration or not enough, I mean, that's probably one of the best things on that Wrangler. Uh, yeah, it, it's an exciting uh, an exciting mode. In fact, it, you're pretty stealth, too, when you're doing it that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not always all about the noise. Jerry, I am looking forward to talking to you down the road. I'll keep bugging Dan when you're allowed to talk about maybe some new products. <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll keep the – because you got to remember, I'm in San Diego – I mean, we're as close to the desert and the hills as you can possibly imagine. So, I know you guys all realize we're a big uh, we're a big base for the for the for the Jeeps and the Wranglers. And King of the Hammers coming. You going out? I might go to KOH, uh, but but regardless, I hope to see you either there or at Moab, or uh, maybe we'll have to arrange something uh, aside from that. But Dave, I can't wait. Me either. And isn't it a great time to be in the car business? I've never been. I've never had this much fun. I'm, I'm beside myself. Well, you and me both. Like we talked off air, you know, I was a fixer for dealers. Now that I get to talk to you guys and go to press events and actually experience the product without anybody yelling at me, this is absolutely a dream. Jerry, thank you very much. Once I air this, I'll send this back to Dan and make sure Dan gets you a copy. Oh, I sure appreciate it. Folks, welcome back. This is the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. The segment's brought to you by South Bay Auto House. 
Oh, I already did that one. Express Auto Service. Express Auto Service, LaMesa.com. They take care of all my automotive needs. All my cars. Check them out at Express Auto Service, LaMesa. 619-463-1484. They work on everything in your garage. Plus classic cars. That's right. Plus classic cars. Kristen Barclay on the line. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? You might want to turn on Kristen Barclay. Yeah, it helps. Hi, Kristen. Can you hear me now? Yeah. We got a board op that's having a baby, and he's he's all flustered. He's not oh, having the baby. God. Yeah, he had to do Lamaze classes last yesterday. That's so. what I had to do. She asked me, where were you last And week? you and don't even remember. remember. That's right. <laughs> All those breathing uh, techniques and yeah, everything. Yeah, he passed out twice. I actually did. No, I'm I know you did. But so this is his first baby coming. So you know how he's a little stressed. Yeah, I understand. He's got pregnancy brain. You know, yeah. you, you start sympathizing with the wife. Oh, is that what you call it? Pregnancy brain. Oh, I like that. So, Bad news is it does not get better. Well, less and less. Oh, you got two of the greatest kids on the planet. Don't even start. Uh. So you're going to do something we don't you've not normally done is you're going to pitch two vehicles against one another, which oh, is kind of. Oh, I like. It, yeah, I was kind of interested yeah, in this. It's like what boxing match. two have you chosen? I uh, yeah, I thought we kind of do a versus because I had these two vehicles kind of close to each other, almost back to back. I had the uh, 2020 2023 Kia Telluride the X line, the X line, and then I had the Mazda CX nine Signature. And, you know, a lot of times when I'm doing reviews and I'm talking about vehicles, and I'm always saying, you know, hey, go pick two, three models and go drive them back to back, compare them and, you know, see what you like and what you don't like. Because, you know, there's so many differences from size and price. And these will, these are close in price, but, um, you know, kind of meet different needs, in my opinion. So I'll go ahead and mention the price to get it out of the way. The, the Telluride X-Line price was $54,120. The Step 9 was the Signature. And it was fifty thousand three thirty. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit of difference. You know, those are kind of their top of the line models, right? Um, interestingly enough, they both get about the same fuel mileage. So, twenty three, twenty, twenty six. So you've got that, right? And then the Kia can seat up to eight, depending on how you configure, and the Mazda can seat up to seven. So similar, you know, price, similar fuel mileage, similar seating arrangements, right? But uh, where the, the, the tires hit the road, so to speak, um, a lot of it is in design and features and the thing that you, Dave, always like to point out, which is the warranty. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say this. I think with the Mazda or the Kia, hopefully we all hope when we go in and buy a brand new vehicle, we're all hoping we're not going to need that warranty, right? It's kind of just in the back of our minds, in our pocket in case we need it. Um, but, you know, we hope we don't need it. However, if you do, you know, Kia's got a five-year 60,000. Mazda's got the three-year 36. Mm-hmm. On the powertrain, Kia's got a 10-year 100,000. Mazda's got a five-year 60,000. And then, and this is kind of goes along where I'm going to go now, the Kia also has a five-year 50,000 roadside assistance plan. Mm-hmm. And you know, speaking of Brendan, he's got a baby on the way. I've got these two kids. <laughs> the last thing you ever want is to be stuck on the side of the road and go, <laughs> Oh. oh man, do we still have triple A? I don't know if I. Who do I call? Nah. I call my, you know, and especially in a big market like you're in, in a big market like I'm in, because a lot of times you're nowhere near your significant other, who's the first person you're going to call to come rescue you. Sure. Um, whereas roadside assistance may respond faster. But here's another thing that I really like, and I think this is going to become something that manufacturers are going to start adopting more and more as parents. Uh, start providing feedback. It has the Telluride has what they call quiet mode, mm-hmm. and I can tell you now that I have an almost thirteen year old and an almost fifteen year old. That the first thing they say when we get in the car is, "If you're going to listen to that, you need to turn it off because we don't want to." It doesn't oh. matter if I've got pop. It doesn't matter if it's country. It doesn't matter if it's news. If I've chosen the station, even if it's something they would normally listen to, they don't want to listen that. Oh, yeah, so quiet mode. I can actually change the output up front where Marlon and I can hear what we want to hear. The kids can sit in the second and third row, not be bothered, put their headphones on, and listen to whatever craziness they're listening to. So that's awesome, right? Absolutely. Then, then, you know, 
and I'm not knocking one or the other. I think they fit two different needs. I think the Mazda, Mazda has the design. Mazda has the style. Mazda has the driving dynamics. Hands down, the CX-9 is more fun to drive than the Kia Telluride. Mm-hmm. Kia Telluride's not bad. But I will say there, that there were a couple times when I'm sitting there and I'm appreciating the extra visibility and I'm appreciating the size and everything else. But I'm also like, you know, the Telluride's become the new minivan. It's become the new mom vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's still cool because it's an SUV. I don't have sliding doors. I'm not screaming. I've got kids in the back. Mm-hmm. But if you're driving a, a three-row SUV, you're kind of, you know, I think it's assumed that you're a parent with kids somewhere, even if they're not in the back. Right. You got the CX-9 that's not got that boxy, traditional SUV design. It's got some, some angles and some curves. It's sexy. It's got that soul red. It's got that hey, look at me, you know, I'm, I'm refined. It's got a luxury interior. Um, but it doesn't have some of the extra perks of the mom vehicle or the dad vehicle or the, the whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like the five fast charging, USB-C charging port, ports that the Telluride had. Mm-hmm. Um, that one-touch sliding and folding second row seat, which is great, especially if you've got little ones you're putting back in the third row and you've got to load them in, load them out. It's hundred degrees outside. You want to get them in, make sure they're buckled in as fast as you can so that you can, you know, get into the car and get in the cool AC. It's little things like that. Right. Um, you know, another thing I'm driving late one night home from the hospital and the Telluride all of a sudden I'm like, Whoa, this thing has massaging seats. I did not know it had massaging <laughs> seats. Well, it doesn't, but it does have a lumbar adjustment, and I guess it, it detected that I was tired, and so driver fatigue, all of a sudden, the, you can have that lumbar adjustment on to inflate or deflate to kind of reduce fatigue, and it, it kicked on, and I was like, well, that's, that's a nice touch, you know? Um, so, I guess what I'm saying, and you know, I obviously I want to make sure that, that you and Brittany can chime in, is I think they both have their pros. They, they both have things where, you know, they stand out a little more, like the X-Line has a little more ground clearance, but the CX-90, Mazda's CX-9 replacement, I guess, is going to be coming out with an off-road version next year. So, you know, maybe they're going to they're gonna kind of compete there. I did like, I feel like Mazda refreshed a few years back all of their vehicles and started kind of updating their screen sizes and updating their interior and getting that luxury component. And Kia has been there and Kia has been pushing the limit. And that 12.3-inch panoramic display that's kind of seamless from the instrument panel all the way over, I think, gives it a more modern, elegant feel. And then I feel like if you drive the CX-9, you're like, okay, wait, they need to up it again. Does that if, – if you're following me there. Well, let me throw just a tiny monkey wrench into your review. I just – I have right now a CX-90, a 2024. Okay. And everything you wished the CX-9 had, the 90 does. So you, you need to request one just because the CX-9 is fresh in your mind. You need to get a 90, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I've had more positives. Now, you got to remember, the CX-9 came in in 20, I think, 16, and it hasn't had anything done to it till till now the 90 but they've really 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 addressed pretty much every issue you were concerned about and well and you know go ahead the good thing about that is where the telluride is not very available because it's been in so demand <sighs> terrible the cx90 is yes yeah the cx9 and then now the 90 is going to be involved as well is it going to sell as good as the telluride when I posted the 90 on Facebook and social media, I had three people just out of the clear blue. Yeah, we just bought one. Yeah, we just bought one. Yeah, we just bought one. So we don't know how it's going to be you know, on the long haul, but I think – and the 90 has got such a style to it. I mean, they really stylize it. It's a three-row. I had captain chairs, but you know, it comes with a bench. And then, of course, you can opt if, you know, as an option. You can get the captain chairs. So it'll be. I'll be interesting to hear what you think. You know of the of the ninety. As far as the Telluride goes, they haven't done really much to that since it came out. And I think it's because of the fact that the thing sells like hotcakes. It does. I think they've. I think they've changed technology, right? Like I, I think maybe, yeah. 
they've upped their technology a little bit. You know, one thing is the um, they now have an optional digital key. So you can unlock your phone with or unlock your vehicle with yeah. your iPhone or your mm-hmm. Apple Watch and things like that. You know, you and I are kind of like not going to go through that process because we're in the car for a week. But I can see in a multi-driver household how that's going to be convenient mm-hmm. and how people are going to start wanting to do that. Um, it's one less thing to keep up with. I mean, how many times have we all said, like, hey, where's our keys? Um you know, I wonder, I think, I think it's a draw between the two now, as, as stating, I think parents might lean more towards that Telluride, especially if they want a little extra ground clearance and it has more cargo space. Mm-hmm. So I can see like parents kind of leaning towards the Telluride. I can see other people, especially young professionals going towards the CX-9. And the reason I say that is the driving dynamics, the style, um, and the fact that it's different. You know, it's just, it's not as cookie cutter as maybe the Telluride. Not that cookie cutter's bad. A lot of people kind of want what's trending. Um, but yeah, and, and like I said, you, the Mazda has a lot more availability. The one thing I wonder is as Mazda continues to kind of try and get more brand recognition, mm-hmm. Kia already has it. Right. In some ways, in some ways that's bad because mm-hmm. Kia's been in the news a lot lately for TikTok challenges, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The question is, do you think Mazda will up their warranty to make it more of an apples-to-apples competition, so to speak? I have to say no. Chevy hasn't done it. Ford hasn't done it. Stellantis hasn't done it. And if you ask them about it, if they just start kicking and squealing, for whatever reason, they just don't want to do it. And if you look at the... I'm not sure they need to. So I, well, the question I threw out, but it, you know, how many people do you know actually shop based on warranty? Usually people that have had an automotive issue and it's been out of warranty. That's one of the drivers. It's, it's still a pretty small percentage, I think. But it's still a driving force. I think that has a lot to do with Kia and Hyundai. I see Kia, Hyundai, Volkswagen, uh, Mitsubishi. You know, a lot of the manufacturers have done it, and I've told Chevy and Ford, dude, I've looked at your warranty. You know, you, you don't, you know, you're not having issues, but all right, I got to let you go because Brian's going to yell at you. Oh, yeah, I don't want Brian to yell at me. No, okay. I don't want, how, do we, how do we follow you? FocusDailyNews.com or find us on Facebook at YAK Radio. All right, go give Marlon a big hug from me. Thanks, bud. Talk to you next week. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Brian Armstead. Hopefully is on the line. FM ninety six one, AM eleven seventy. Wait till you see what we stuffed him into. A Toyota Corolla Cross should be fun. FM ninety six one, AM eleven seventy. The answer. Folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Auto Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Care, 6267 Riverdale Street, right there in lovely San Diego. John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. Nap Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. You can't beat them. Give them a call, set up an appointment, get your car worked on. Brian Armstead, talking Toyota Corolla Cross. How you doing, buddy? Oh, that was, I'm fine, Dave. That was hilarious. Your tease talking about, you, you won't believe what you stuffed them into this week. <laughs> I couldn't help so myself. That, I know. For you folks out there who may not understand my Sasquatchian proportions. Sasquatchian. Yeah. Six, nine, down to, down to two, six, five, Dave. Very good. Six, and, you know, yeah, that's. Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm ex- I'm very very impressed. I know you work hard on that, and the older we get, yeah. the harder it is. But no, I'm I'm very I'm happy to hear that you're uh, doing well, uh, trying to stay cool. Uh, I like the yeah, it's been did, did you like the fact that they did the Corolla Cross? I, these manufacturers are driving me crazy using names that don't fit the car. 
Well, well, actually, it, it kind of does. You think? You think about it. If you think back, think back to the old Isuzu Via Cross. That was like one of the oh, first crossover yeah. utilities that That's nobody right. ever recognized. If the Isuzu had the Via Cross today with its funky, wild styling, it probably would be a a bestseller just because it was so unique. It was way ahead of its time. Yeah. And Cross is just short for crossover utility. Yeah. It's just small. It's a small CUV, and, you know, does it work as a crossover? I think it does. Yeah. Now, uh, Friday, I was in uh, North Carolina for the groundbreaking of the VinFast plant there that they're going to build. We'll talk about that more some other time. But on the way home at the airport, I got a call from Lexus saying, hey, would you and your daughter like to drive up to New York and see Beyonce? I'm like, what? What? So I know Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. So, I mean, the tickets are crazy. Like, you know, with fees and all, they're like $1,200. I was going to say, it's a Mercedes Benz price. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, I flew home Friday, uh, picked up my vehicle uh, my, my cross. See, I'm, not, I'm all confused. My Corolla cross. Um from the airport and uh, drove home. And Saturday morning, Eden and I hit the road in this 2023 Corolla Cross Hybrid. Right. Perfect commuting vehicle, perfect road vehicle to go from Maryland to New York. You know, a four-hour drive, three-and-a-half, four-hour drive. Well, actually, it's, uh, the stadium's in New Jersey. It's MetLife Stadium in okay. Rutherford. But, okay. you know, they call it New York City. But, hey, you know, I just got back, like, Two hours ago, took a little nap because I was exhausted. Got you know, got up to do the show, and man, I got to tell you, uh, it's a great road vehicle. It's quiet, mm-hmm. it's comfortable. Uh, you know, it has a continuously variable transmission, which you know tends to whine a little bit when mm-hmm. you're, on you know, accelerating. But you get used to it after a while. It's not annoying, and it does have paddle shift just to kind of simulate, you know, uh, a, a, a manual. Uh, a regular traditional automatics uh, type of cadence. Um, you know, I put it in eco mode. It had plenty of power, even in eco mode. And, you know, got 45 miles a gallon on the way up and on the way back. Dang. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that, man. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. The uh, hybrid S, I mean, the Toyota Corolla Cross hybrid comes in S trim starting at 27,970, hybrid SE 29,290. And XSC, which of course is my trim, the highest trim level, Dave. You know how I roll. Oh, absolutely. Thirty-one oh six oh six five. And um, I, I just think, Dave, I, I just think it does everything exceptionally well. And I'm surprised at the level of safety that they have. In the, well, no, I'm not surprised because you know Toyota Sense three point um, it, it just makes a lot of sense. Right. You know, my my tester has eighteen inch alloy wheels. The beautiful red. Pearl type of metallic mm-hmm. uh, has Apple CarPlay with um, you know I've, I've got a nice uh, raised uh, screen on the center console. It's got a, a comprehensive information cluster. Uh, the only things that I don't like about it, Dave, is the aforementioned noise from the CR from the CVT. And again, it's livable. It would not be a deal breaker for me. But folks, if you go out and buy one, you got to get rid of the Tweety Bird horn that they put on this thing. <laughs> you probably can't even hear it. I'm blowing the horn right now. Sounds like a roadrunner, dude. No, it's like it's just it's unbelievable. I mean, here here we are in a world with Escalades, yeah. Toyota's own Sequoia, and and Lexus LX 600, large, massive, you know. Two ton vehicle, three ton vehicles, and you put a you put Tweety Bird under the hood of a Corolla Cross, probably uh, in a regular Corolla okay. as well. You gotta do, remember, hey, you gotta do a TikTok video, honk the hell out of that horn, and then get out of the car. <laughs> no, oh, I, it I, would be awesome. Now, now to show you how quiet this Corolla Cross is, I'm gonna roll down the window for a second, yeah. and now you can hear it a lot clearer. Yeah. So it's a quiet vehicle, right? Um, but no, no, I, I, I don't do TikTok. I'm not having uh, the government of China listening to anything. <laughs> yeah, me, me either. So, uh, but I'm just <laughs> yeah. So, that's a whole nother, That's a whole other story. Um, I'm glad but, we agree on that. Yeah, I'm glad. 
Oh, yeah. We agree on a lot of things that, yeah, we do. that you may not understand. You know, yeah, we fight about a lot, but we agree we on a lot. We don't fight. We just we just have conversations. Oh, we, fight them. We, we, we fight them. We know. We, two years ago, we were fighting pretty regularly there. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, funny. But I, 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 love the way, uh, I love the way, you know, and, you, and you're willing to listen and, and kind of, of absorb things. And I, I appreciate that. I've always appreciated that in you. But back to the car. Yeah. That's almost, that's almost embarrassing for the world's largest automaker. Yeah. And I love Toyota. And I love Lexus. You know I do. Yeah. And I hope they really understand this because I've been telling them this for a while. You can't. That's just not safe. A two, you need a I agree. Dual horn. Yeah. So the first thing you would do is go. To, I know you have a sponsor that does all this kind of stuff, Dave, for the show. If you're in the uh, KCBQ listening area, go to one of Dave's sponsors. Get your yeah. dual note horns off of eBay. Right. Have them installed, or you can do it yourself. It's simple. You you find a ground point. You run yep. a wire from what, the old horn to the new horn. You split it off, and uh, and you got a dual note horn. It's a lot safer. Uh, aside from that, um, really tall people will have problem with the center console because it's it's hard plastic, and mm-hmm. you know for a twenty seven thousand dollar base price, you cannot expect it to be anything but that. But it's a little hard on the legs. Long legs mm. because you know I can't. I, I need a place to put them, and they just kind of lean against the console. I hate so that. I use a um, a Kirkland. I use a Costco a detailer's towel, and I folded it into quarters. Uh, and I just put it between my knee and the uh, console, and voila! I have a nice, comfortable ride. And again, that's a quibble, not a complaint. I love the fact that during the trip, I had the uh, wireless charging. Um, my daughter noticed that I had the seat heat on. I'm just so hot. I just can't even imagine. I can't even, um, I didn't even notice that the seat heat was on. <laughs> it's been like 900 degrees and it just seemed like normal to me. And, um, you know, it's got a, got a, a, a 12 volt port. So I was able to run my Uniden, uh, R7 radar detector on the way up. Not that I was speeding. I just kind of like to know where I'll, I'll, I'll good men and women in blue are so I can keep myself in check. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, comfortable seats. It's got a nice fabric. Everything about the car is done right. I was able to fold down the rear seats and put some gear in it um, uh, when I got home, just a brief run to a thrift store to donate some things before I took a nap. Uh, sunroof, great. Tons of headroom. I'm comfortable driving it. The steering position is dynamic. The steering wheel has cruise control, active uh uh, adaptive cruise control modes uh, settings. It's got the full safety suite, uh, rear cross traffic assist, and uh, safe exit alert, and all kinds of safety goodies that are standard or optional on Toyota. And they, they've really done a real nice job on building their cars for safety. I mean, you know, the Corolla, the first Corolla was a hell of a efficient automobile, but it wasn't the safest car you'd ever want to, you know, put yourself in. We're going back to, I believe, the, the six. I believe the late sixties is where the first Corolla uh, bowed uh, here in the United States. But when I was at the University of Maryland in, in, 19, in the mid nineteen seventies, a young lady I used to go out with had a canary yellow nineteen seventy seven Corolla, and it was a great little car. But you know that was back in the time when you, know, you had you know damn near six thousand pound. Uh, 1972 Cadillac still on the road. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you would, you would not want to get hit by one of those. Uh, Trust me, uh, in, a, in a tin can and an 1800 pound Corolla, that that would just be a a sight uh, that you would not want to experience, an experience that yeah. you would not want to experience. Let's put it that way. Right. So uh, they've done a, a great job of of um, you know just kind of expanding their horizons. Mm-hmm. It's got all kinds of great features in it. And if you can go through the Toyota lineup, if you want a Corolla, if you want a hybrid or electrified vehicle, man, they have one for you. You can choose from the Crown electric or, I mean, hybrid or the uh, BZ4X. Um, you know, you got Tundra hybrids and Corolla Cross and, and, and the king of all hybrids, the Prius Prime. Yep. You, you know, you, you, yeah, and with the Prius model line, you're up in the high 50s for miles per gallon in the city, mm-hmm. and you just can't get any better than that. After driving around my 15 to 18 mile a gallon Lexus <laughs> LX570, sometimes I pine for a hybrid just so I don't have to go to the pump every 250 miles yeah. and put $70, $70 
uh, East Coast, for you, it would be $120 yeah. in the tank every yeah. 250 miles. Yeah. So hats off to Toyota. Yep. Go to Toyota.com and spec out your 2023 Corolla Cross. It's a great buy. It's going to be reliable, folks. You're going to save a lot of money. It's safe for you and the family. If you can get by with a vehicle, it's, it's smaller than you know than most crossover right. units. But you know, it's it's all about size. If you live in a city, you don't need a large, you know, Sequoia size. No, 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 uh, no utility no. vehicle. And it's all. I, I failed to mention. Uh, I don't know why, but it's all wheel drive. Right. Um, that you know, cr- cross also stands for all wheel drive. You know, kind mm-hmm. of you know that whole crossover thing. So. Um, Awesome. Well done, Toyota, Dave. Absolutely. Next week with something else uh, great to talk about. Look forward to it. So, hey, did you get a picture with Beyonce? I did not get a picture with her. That's impossible. But Toyota, Toyota and Lexus, I mean, Lexus really hooked me up in Eden. We were in the insider circle down on the field. There had to be wow. 80,000 people there last night. Wow. And so I had to stand the whole concert. But, I, at, you know, they had a kind of an airport runway type of configuration where she could come out with this insider circle. And at one point she was on a bridge just above me. I was literally 10 feet from her, uh, doing her thing. Wow. And it was just a great crowd. Um, it was a great opportunity to see people of all genders and, and, you know, uh, sexualities just kind of come out and enjoy themselves without being labeled. Right. Well, you she's know, such an entertainer. She is such an entertainer. Yeah. You know, you can say what you want, but she is an all-around, for everybody type of a, an entertainer. I have to agree. That's 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 my point, Dave. I mean, there were people from Thailand there. There were people from, you know, there's a lot of Puerto Ricans in New York. A lot of New York Puerto Ricans were there. A lot of blacks, whites, you name it. They were there. straight, single. Everybody was there, and it was, it was a beautiful thing because nobody was saying, look at that freak or look yeah. at that that colored person or look it was just it was a melting pot yep which is what the united states is it was a beautiful representation and the concert was unreal her That's stage cool. presence the graphics the sound system the light oh, show the God. it was it was unbelievable unbelievable hats off to yeah. uh toyota lexus for getting me out me and eden out there yeah and hats off to uh to uh to, to uh beyonce she has a be Good Foundation is sponsored by Lexus. They do a lot of good in the community. So awesome. uh, it's just a great all-around experience, man. Yeah. Well, I've got... And congrats to, uh, congrats, congrats to Papa Bear. Yeah, uh, old Papa Bear. Who, uh, who took his birth took his birthing class. There's old <laughs> Brendan over there about to be a dad. So uh, he, he's, he's all, gonna, he's he's all tired. With us. He, he's all tired. <laughs> he, he's, he's doing breathing exercises as we speak. Oh yeah, man! I love it. I love it. Hey, we got Lamborghini. Lamborghini's coming to San Diego Tuesday, so KUSI okay. has asked me to go down and cover it. Who's the CEO? Balka, Balke, Balki. Dude, you're asking me. You're asking me about a car. I have no chance of ever fitting in in life. I don't know who the CEO CEO is. Don't ask me stupid questions. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a picture. Thank you. All right. I'm going to get to a Lamborghini. That's true, too. Yeah, that'd be like you could put one on one foot and one on the other. Oh, my God. Well, it's going to be be their first. Yeah, it's going to be their first hybrid, plug-in hybrid. So it'll be interesting to see. You think you can fit? I can fit in the year. I can fit in the Euros, but oh, they yeah. invited me to drive it, so it is what it is. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Great. Have a great time, Dave. Okay. Talk to you next week, man. You got Thank it, man. You. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to You Ought to Know FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Segment brought to you by Doc Kearney Mesa. Doc Kearney Mesa. If you, they used to be bumper dock, now they're collision dock, so they can do all the body work on your car from full paint to body damage, suspension damage, you name it, they can do it. Go to collisiondock.com, collisiondock.com. All right. We have a couple special guests from Racial Radio. Oh, yeah. They just got pushy and said, no, we're coming on No, now. they did not. And that, I got pushy. Well, you did. You're we the only one. We need time for these little Because you're all bummed you didn't get enough doggy time in the first oh, hour. Oh, yeah. We, we have powerful, passionate Boy, women you on. Ever. You need. I warned you two days ago, wear your seatbelt. I know. 
today you did. because I've got it on. I have I am passionate right ladies. Did you need to do a commercial? Oh, you did. You're not listening. All right. Okay. I didn't know if, the, if I interrupted because I got all excited. You always we have, do. Well, we have like dirt divas, if you will. Um, we're talking. Wait a minute. You better explain yourself. That, well, they look kind of clean to me. I know, but dirt bike divas. We have like, mm-hmm. we're talking national championships. We're talking factory riders. We're talking legit ladies. They're just motorcycle riders at heart. Absolutely. Please welcome. See, her head's bobbing. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, the uh, other one is, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you're wondering, it is the one, the only, Sue the Flying Fish and Lori Payne. Thank you so much for making the long drive down. Well, Where, thanks for having us. Where'd you come from? Um, Santa Paula for me. Oh. Like near Ventura. Burbank for me. Barbank. Oh, yours is closer. Well, it's still... Sue the Flying Fish. Yes. Is that something you made up, or did somebody... Yeah. Don't you hate it when they do that? They give you a title? (laughs) I actually liked it. I mean, the press made it up, and then they took my last name and would run with it, and they do, like... um, I saw Holy Mackerel. Look at this lady. I was like, that's a good one. Right, and then then they would do um, print ads with... The fish would be the eye would be an actual fish, and oh it, just, it was God. just it was great because it stuck, it's memorable. So for folks that don't know, mm-hmm. what what uh, genre of motorcycles did you ride? Well, I've raced a lot of different kinds yeah. of uh, racing um, on two wheels, but for the most part, and my most passionate part is motocross. Okay, professional motocross. What, Which, year, what years? I was racing. Um, Let's see, I started in 1974, and uh, I had to take about four years off for a, a, uh, a bad uh, mishap on the track uh-huh. to recover, and then I came back and I raced again until 1985, okay. and then uh, parlayed and went into, I did stunt work from there, and right. then bicycled downhill mountain bike racing. Yeah, slalom and racing. So when you were 12 years old, you said, this is what I was Three, be. I think. <laughs> Nice one. <laughs> I thought so. I'm trying to be kind. He's, he's good. He, he can be well behaved. <laughs> yes, I can on occasion. So, did your family were they into motorsports? My dad was a motorcycle racer, okay. and um, and all of his friends in in the fifties. And my mom uh, hated motorcycles. Oh, well, of course she did. Not my mom. Absolutely to Same. a T. Forbid right. oh. him to let me ride motorcycles oh. because you were her baby. I was the firstborn, yeah. And she doesn't want to see you bent. She didn't know how the heck she ended up with a, a little girl like me. <laughs> Does you have, do you have a brother? No. There's oh, the right problem. There. That's my parents always say see? I'm my mother's daughter and my father's son, yeah. always. <laughs> I've said that a million yeah. times. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially when a guy says, uh, Mr. Brandon, uh, little girls are daddy's girls and oh. little boys are mama's boys. And oh, once you figure that out... Funny. Unfortunately, Daddy usually turns his daughter Fortunately, into say. whatever it is he wanted, which is somebody that enjoyed what he did. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, so what would your dad race for? Uh, my dad ra- raced um, back in the day Triumphs and BSAs, okay. and you know the the bigger dirt bikes, flat that, track, flat track out at Ascot. Yeah. All the Greenhorn Enduros and everything. My dad used to. My dad raced for Harley Davidson when oh, I was a kid. Cool. So yeah. So I I totally get it. All right. What about you, Lori? Oh gosh, I started in 1969. Was my first race. I was wow. 11 years old. Was it the same thing? Your dad had a little girl. My, well, I actually had an older brother. I was the youngest. Actually. Okay. But it was the two younger sisters that. Yeah, your sister did well too, right? My sister was the very first. And what about your brother? Champion? No, my brother. He raced after my sister and I (laughs) started racing. But he and didn't he, really get he into it. He, he he wanted to. He just wasn't very good. <laughs> does Bless does he know that you know that? Well, she probably he, figured it yeah. out. Well, I I beat him one race, and then that's, that's all it takes. Okay, again. I have to say this because I've been hearing this multiple times. You're having Sue Fish on and Lori Payne. You know they race men. You know they beat men. I, I, I've heard it multiple times from multiple people. Well, and this is in a time frame when that was not really acceptable. Oh, no. You talked I, about that My before. sister was taken out two different times oh. on two different tracks. Sure. And broke 
both her legs. Yeah, and, 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 oh no, and the men don't the, didn't care the back boys then. Boys did not know no, no. they did that. And she had long hair like me, and she would wear braids like I wear braids uh-huh. now. And when they saw a braid go by, they were not. They're going after her. Yeah. 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 How about you? Same thing. Uh, big bullseye on my back for yeah. sure, yeah. and. Um, uh, you know, I just didn't care. I, I just wanted to race. It didn't matter to me. Uh, whatever. I'll race segways. Anything on wheels, <laughs> just elbows out, and I'm going. Yeah. And, well, um, Shirley Muldowney. I mean, I know it's I know it's NHRA. The only thing sad about Shirley is that she's very bitter oh. about how she was treated in the early days. Yep. She didn't get the respect she felt she deserved. She was an awesome driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if she would have got better equipment, better support she would be a totally different person to this day. But I don't know if you've ever had a chance to talk to her. I have. But she gets a little, she's got that little, okay, that's all I need to say. I can see the wink. But in the back of her mind, she's got to know what she She was still a racer. She She was still a racer. She was a kick-ass racer. Oh, big time, big time. I mean, and that, but thank God nobody tried to take her out (laughs) because you got two lanes and a ton of horsepower. And it's just that, yeah. It, it just, it, but she was so good at what she did. Yeah. So, wow, that's that's crazy. So, we're gonna take a break, and then we come back, and then we're gonna really do the show, racer radio, and talk racer radio, and uh, and talk some more about it because you guys, whether you want to believe it or not, you're truly the trendsetters of motorcycle racing for women. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to admit it or not, I mean, and you didn't do it thinking. Yeah, I wasn't- Purpose. Yeah, you're not thinking, hey, I'm going to be a star and I'm going to make a mark for women in motorcycling. Right. Never. No, just get out of my way. I want to go race. I want to race. Just move over. Move over. Very good. It. I like that. You're not going to hit them. You'll just. Well, I might. <laughs> oh. oh, is that your dad talking or? No, that's, that's you. That's her talking. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Racer Radio right around the corner. <laughs> FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 